Welcome back, Double Team Team. How are we doing today? I feel like, okay, so we're finally gonna have a kink episode. I feel like it's been a while. I don't think it's been that long. I mean, we there's always elements of kink and some things that we discuss. But I don't know, we haven't really had a kinky episode in a while. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Well, guys, um, as I, well, did I tell, did I tell IG? I can't remember if I did. Uh, I know but I told Patreon. We definitely our close told friends. Yeah, we definitely told Patreon that Nikki and I performed at a sex party together. That was it. Was, this time was an interesting experience. You all know about the time that I performed for a sex party earlier this year by myself. It was probably one of the best nights of my life. I absolutely loved it, and it was such a fun experience. So, of course, I reached back out to hopefully get the chance to do it again. And thankfully, we got to do it together again. So, yeah. Or we got to get do it together this time. So, Kami got to do it again. I got to do it for the first time. Oh, yeah. Basically, I think they reached back out to her. And then, I remember a while back, they, were, they had mentioned, like, if they ever need twins, you know, for, like, the aesthetic of it. And so, Kami was like, oh, you know, if you want, my twin and I can do it together. So, that's what we were. We were ambient twin subs. I didn't know what to expect going in. I mean, Kami told me a little bit about what she had done before, and it sounded really fun, obviously. I loved hearing her talk about her story, you know, when she told us last time. And it really sounded like she was, like, in her element. Um, so, I was really excited to do this. And it was, like, a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. it, was, it still works. So it has like its like pros and cons for sure. But it was it was definitely a really fun night. It, so, okay. The way it started out, the, the first part of it wasn't necessarily my favorite. And I'll get to and I'll explain why. So, for the beginning of the night, of course, we go in. We go get our makeup done. That was super, that was super fun. Eat a little bit of sushi. Bond with all the other performers. And so... They had us wear these hats. It was like these big black top hats with fringe that went all the way down to the floor. One of the hats was like fully, the fringe was fully untangled. They had brought them in from New York. And then the other hat, we had to like basically cut some of the fringe and stuff because... We spent like an hour trying to make the fringe look presentable for the evening. Yes. It, it was like just a, a giant like... Tangled mess. mess. Yeah. And I was so upset because usually like after I get ready, I take that time to take pictures. And this time instead, we were working on untangling that hat. The entire time. Yeah. So I'm But sad. I was like committed to wearing this hat because it looked so dope. Yes. The hat now, was so pretty. The hat was gorgeous. So they ended up putting us in, um, at first we tried out some red short cropped wigs with bangs. Which was a look. I really a liked moment. it. Yeah. But it didn't go well with the hat. It didn't go with the hat. And it didn't go with the rest of the outfit, I thought. So what did we end up wearing? We ended up wearing thongs with... It was like a choker collar that had like fringe going down the front. Okay, yeah. Similar. kind of went between the boobs. Similar to the collar that I had worn the first time that I performed, except instead of it being white, it was black. And then we had masks and then the hat. So you could only, and we had really dark eye makeup. So you could see our eyes and then like just lots of like, it was very dark and moody. It was, it was red, like a it, red lipstick too. Yeah. Kind of added a touch of color to it, but it was all black and gold. I thought it was like kind of like a, a sexy Zorro moment. 
Almost. Yeah. yeah. But it was supposed to be like, you know, a little bit like a Halloween, the close you could get to Halloween spooky season without it being like not a costume. Yeah. Anyways. So might I add the owner of the club had this like, she had this sheer black onesie thing and over it she had this like gold chain outfit that was it was beautiful she's gorgeous her body is banging and she had this outfit on and i was like i will i will be in any cult that she leads like (laughs) hands down no questions asked it could be a cult of monogamy and i'd be like if she's leading i'll do it (laughs) I'm kidding, but she, uh, it was, I still dream of that outfit. I've searched and searched Etsy and the internet for a similar one. I have not found it. She said it was a London designer, but I can't remember what the name she said. I don't know. I don't even know if she said it, uh, but it was, it was, it was, was it couture. I don't know. Regardless, the outfit of my dreams, it did send me down a rabbit hole. I was looking for like really fun, kinky, BDSM, harness kind of full outfits. And I did found this one, find this one website that, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to just, to say the name, but they have some really dope harnesses that I loved and I want to buy one, but they're like $500. Wait for a full set, which I mean, honestly, it's not that bad. Anosis. I don't know if you guys know that brand. A-N-O-E-S-E-S, Anosis. And they have some beautiful like harness sets that are gorgeous there's one that i'm eyeing it's like 500 total i may splurge our birthday is this week actually our birthday is tomorrow so happy early birthday to us but (laughs) it's the 14th but anyways so yeah that the whole like seeing all the costumes and everything in the back of the room kind of sent me down a rabbit hole of like i need all this kinkware and lingerie. And lingerie. So anyways, back to the story. So we put on our costumes. We have the team meeting for the night. And then our first assignment is to basically be like ambient go-go dancers on top of a table. It was like a dinner table. It was a dinner table, but it was two Made tables put together. And then there was a big crack. And we down were- Down the center. Down the center. Like and long ways, horizontal ways, not not the short way, like the long way. Yeah, because it was two tables put together. Yeah. And so we're in heels. We're Yeah, we're in heels. So that was like, that was really the only like terrifying part is that like, oh I'm, man, being in these tall hats with fringe to the ground where like- You e- can constantly, like you constantly step on the fringe. Yes. The fringe goes everywhere. Like I remember a couple of times, like I leaned down just to kind of like dance a little bit like- uh, lower and then when I'd get up like the fringe would be like stuck on the plant behind me stuck in my ass crack stuck on you know my shoe like the fringe got stuck everywhere yeah. but the aesthetic of it was dope yeah the aesthetic of it was really dope honestly the hats looked like bird cages like when you put it on and the fringe fell down like over you you kind of like felt like you were in like your own little cage yeah I mean I sense. I loved it at the same time it's just like oh man it was it was a little scary it was it was hard it was hard. I didn't want to fall. I didn't want to put my heel in one of those cracks because then I would have absolutely ate it in front of everyone. <laughs> Be over an hour like in heels, just like casually dancing on top of this table. And like, I'm fine at that. Is it my strong suit? I don't know. And on top of that, like, you know, the, the fringe moves around so much that like you kind of want to do just like small, like flowy sensual movements with it otherwise it's it's kind of like too much with the hat if that makes sense my mask kept falling down it was just 
I don't know. The, anyway, yeah. I, I love the hats. I love the look. Everyone was like complimenting how amazing we looked in the hats and like, you know, we both looked the same. I remember one of the girls, she's like, it's almost creepy because it's like, you know, these like these black hats and it's like these all black outfits and it's just like the two of us kind of like, you know, moving very slowly in these um, in these outfits. But anyways, everyone loved the look of it. Yes. But to be in these outfits executing was tiring. You know what, but I'm, I rose, we rose to the occasion and I'm glad that like I pushed through and did not fall. Yeah, um, I didn't so, fall either. I, however, like getting up and down from the table was also tough. Yeah. Um, so then, fun. so after that, we, um, we retired the hats for a little bit and then we went on to like the circular, um, a different st- little mini stage. It was like a circular ottoman, but like with a hard ground so you could stand on it. Hard top. Yeah. Yeah. And we took off the hats and then we stayed in the fringe outfits and then we were just like using these red silk fans and just I felt like a beta fish. Yeah. Cuz the <laughs> the tail of the fan looks like a beta fish. I was ha- I felt like a little kid. I was having so much fun with it that sometimes I had to remember that like I needed to be like sexy and like flowy and beautiful, not like a little kid playing with this fan that makes me feel like a beta fish. Yeah. But it was fun. So, I would say that was, and that was pretty, I would that say pretty, pretty easy. Yeah. Nikki was like standing up with the fan. And then with my fan, I was like kind of laying down on the ottoman. That way, like my fan was at a lower level. So that was fun. The fans needed a surprising amount of momentum. Yeah. For movement. So then we had like, to have like our arms. Like, yeah. I was going to say my shoulders, I feel like got a little bit of a workout. It's definitely more like demanding on the body like all of this and you would think even just like standing on a table like casually like moving and flowing with the music and then you know just being on top of an ottoman like holding a fan like it's it's very taxing on the body yeah so like much respect to like go-go dancers and you know people that have like done these kind of performances like it's it's a lot of work on the performing body. in heels is hard performing yeah it, is. <laughs> it really is i used to take dance classes in heels when i first moved to la and which was fun because like it really taught me a lot and it teaches you a lot about like body awareness your calves get a hell of a workout but it just it gave me so much respect i remember i used to do those classes for fun like i had a i had a really great time with it made me feel really sexy and like connect with my body and make me feel more confident even though I was like not good (laughs) but um you never know yeah and I did it for fun I didn't do it because like I was like you know trying to be a professional or anything I did it because I was like you know I just moved to LA and I'm like I you know I used to dance when we did cheerleading and I thought it was fun and I just wanted to do the heels classes and I saw it on Instagram and I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it and then I just remember when I was in those classes and I saw the girls that were like actually professionals in there and, you know, doing it to train and everything. I had a lot of respect for them and like what they could do with their bodies. So for sure. Makes me want to learn how to be a better performer in heels. I will say the first time that I performed for the sex party, I was go-go dancing for the first hour, but it was on next to a pool against a wall. And that was much, much, much easier. A, because I could use the wall to like as a prop. B, um, you're not afraid of falling down off a goddamn table. Yeah. <laughs> B is probably the biggest point. Anyways. <laughs> but anyways, and then after after the beta fish fans, what did we do? Oh, right. So we went backstage. We changed into a pair of like these deep red kind of like fuchsia cuffs. No, they were red. They were like, um, straight red. That had like a 
little they were red chain. with gold chains yeah so, it was so you could link them together leash. um i put a picture collar with the leash yeah collar with the leash and then the cuffs i put a picture of it on our patreon i don't believe i posted it on instagram close friends but it's a honey burdette set it's kind of like a vinyl leather actually PVC. i don't know if it, pvc that's what it is no so it's not leather um it's pvc and i I have always used primarily leather cuffs for restraints. This was the first time I've used like the, that PVC material from Honey Burdette, and I really liked them. I did too. I love the color. I love the quality. I they loved... felt very smooth and like nice on the skin. So I think if you're looking to buy, and I mean they're pretty. Their Honey Burdette is expensive. Let me see if, if you I can find the or price. a known friend or family member works for honey burdette or knows someone in their marketing team please direct them to this episode i would love <laughs> to be sponsored by honey burdette i absolutely adore their lingerie and their pieces and now i want a pair of cuffs okay hold on bondage lingerie i'm trying to see how much it is okay let me let me just put in collar Ah, yeah. Ooh, they have it in a really pretty blue color. $170. $170 just for the leash and the collar. Oh, wait. No, I think it includes the cuffs, too. Yep, it comes with the cuffs. Okay, so for the full set, it's $170. Blue leather and decadent gold hardware. This Lux Bondage kit will bring fantasies to your life. Includes cuffs, matching collar, fastening clip, and then a long draping chain. Okay, so $170. That's actually not that bad. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. I've spent a lot more on cuffs and harnesses. Granted, actually, now I take that back because the one that I bought was the harness and the cuffs, and the harness was much more what do you call it intricate but i i actually don't think 170 is that bad however i only saw the blue color damn do they not have the red on there anymore because i like the red what is this peach bondage kit Ooh, look at this peach one. Oh, that's gorgeous and but that this one's is we're not doing a paid ad anyways oh sorry um, yeah honey yeah. burdette isn't sponsoring us however i like their products i don't mind promoting like a brand whose products like I legitimately like. That's true. And so using the 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 red leash or the red collar handcuffs and leash. I did love the way really the material enjoyed. felt against my skin. It was very nice. And I thought the way that it like I don't know because you know sometimes like leather cuffs feel kind of stiff when you when you put them on your wrist, especially if they're new. Granted, mm. I have a pair that I've kind of broken in, so like they don't feel as stiff anymore. But like my white leather cuffs, they feel a little stiff when you put them on. So because this material was nice, it kind of felt like it like it like really like wrapped around the skin like smoothly and molded over it. So, guys, the holidays are coming up. If your boo wants a nice little collar and leash set, even though we're not sponsored by Honey Burdette, highly recommend it because I think it's a beautiful gift. It's like nice quality. And Honey Burdette always like comes in really nice packaging. I was going to say last year, Nikki and I bought each other gifts from Honey Burdette for her birthday and Christmas. Mm-hmm. So big yep. Honey Burdette fans. Yep. Anyway, so we changed into those outfits and then we had a dominatrix that was, she was really cool yeah her name was she went by daddy and lee she was gorgeous she had this like black curly uh kind of medium length hair um really kind of tan and then she had these like thigh high leather boots that were like super tall kind of like pleasers and then a like a little tiny black leather outfit that was adorable it was kind of like an off the shoulder top and then like little kind of shorts almost mm-hmm. yeah so we met her um, and we changed into those outfits 
And then we went to one of the bedrooms. And so, of course, the main act was going to be, or is, yeah, was going to be Nikki and I getting caned. Now, I have never been caned before. And one thing that was really nice was, you know, like a week or so before the performance, the creative director put us in an email thread with the dominatrix and was like, hey guys, okay, let's discuss like experience with caning, you know, what what, what kind you're of, open to yeah what you're open to what you liked in the past as far as impact sessions where your experience level is pain tolerance etc cetera, etc cetera. so daddy and lee already knew going in that you know nikki and i nikki and i like to be flogged whenever you know for like a warm-up nikki has had experience with a cane i had not and then we discussed pain tolerance so we went into one of the rooms and we, wait i want to explain a little bit more about caning experience so I have been caned by my doms before and so when Kenny asked me you know what caning was like um I told her it's kind of like a thuddy sting it's I will admit the cane is not one of my favorites um in the past when my doms have used it or at least in the past when we did when I did caning with my doms it was the first time that I'd ever tried it before, so it was kind of very exploratory. But I remember, like, I had a positive experience with it. It leaves, in my opinion, some of my most favorite marks, and it marks very easily. But it's it's one of the most, like, challenging impact tools for me, if that makes sense. Like, if I... Like, if I'm being flogged, usually that's more for, like, pleasure. I get a lot of pleasure out of being flogged. If I'm being... Um, hit with like a paddle that tends to be a little bit more of a challenge for me I can gain pleasure from it but I I don't know I think it's not quite the same as flogging for sure paddling I think would definitely be one that like for me would be like a punishment if that makes sense being like paddled. I wouldn't yeah being paddled like I wouldn't look as flogging I, I wouldn't look at flogging as a punishment Oh no, no. Yeah, I'd be like, I would. <laughs> I would look at flogging as a treat. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> so, like, if I've been a good girl, flog me. If I've, you know, if I haven't been a good girl, paddle me. But the cane, in my opinion, at least, kind of elicits the the most like bodily response for me, if that makes sense. Mm. So it feels like the most physical release. I can get there with flogging too, but I would definitely say that caning, at least, like. It, it, it causes like the most like reaction out of my body and causes like the most like challenge for my body so it can be like a really it can be kind of a release very impactful very mental kind of impact session with um with the cane so now it's been a while since my doms have caned me i think it was like it's been like months uh or a really long time so it had been months since i had been flogged yeah, so I was, I, I wouldn't say I was looking forward to it, but I was definitely very intrigued to have the experience because it had been so long. And I kind of wanted to remember like what it was like again to get caned. So, mm. yeah. So we, it's funny, we were supposed to go do like the warm up because I, I told her, I'm like, I'm down for caning. I just need a good warm up. So we were supposed to go do the warm up in um, the master bedroom. But I remember Daddy and Lee went to go check out the master bedroom, and she was like, "Um, there's an orgy happening in there, so maybe we should go to another room that has more like space where we can do the warm up and then proceed from there." Which the room that we went to had, it was like latex 
sheets yeah it was like a latex sheet but they were really comfy and they were really nice yeah really soft and comfy i almost wanted to like yeah we should have asked where they got that latex sheet so i've used waterproof blankets before or like i my doms have used waterproof waterproof blankets like during our scenes before and i like those but this latex sheet was like elevated if that makes sense like it felt like a very elevated I loved kind of it. Experience. I really liked it. Whatever it, it was, I was like, and my, because we, so we went on the bed, we got on our hands and knees, and then she started flogging us. And then, you know, some people trickled in, started watching. One of the other performers came in and got like between Nicole and I, and then all the three of us were getting flogged. This one couple walks in, they go to the chair to sit down, and then like the girl starts blowing the guy while he's watching us getting flogged. So that was fun. But the that sheets was, yeah, felt great on the fingers. And the now, sheet was really cool. And I remember there was another girl that came to my other side at one point and she was getting flogged. So there were like at one point four of us on the bed all getting flogged. And by. what I loved is Daddy and Lee flogged my back. I've never had that before. Usually I have like my bum and like my thighs flogged. And then as far as like back, I thought you've had your back flogged before. Well, no, in the past, more so, like, they use it as, like, sensation, like, just trickle the ends of the strings along my back. Mm. I've never been fully flogged on my back, just that sensation. Or kind of, like, a light hit on the back. Yeah, the exactly. Okay. Just, like, a like a light. But this time, she actually, like, went hard on my back with the flogger, and it felt really fucking good. Felt like a massage almost i love being flogged on the back that's what i'm saying and then i asked her to like flog my lower back because it was killed like my lower back was in so much pain from go-go dancing i always have lower back pains like especially like if i'm raving i get lower back pain so fucking easily anyways i had her flog my lower back and ended up loving it she was like usually people hate the lower back for for flogging and i was like nah keep doing it you do have to be careful you do have to be careful flogging the lower back because your organs are there. That's so true. So you can't be too rough or you can't go like she went. She went ham on like my shoulder blades and up. Yeah. But like on the lower back, she just did like a nice like moderate tap. I like that. That felt yeah. really nice. Yeah. And I think on the on the lower back, you can do some. It's just like you can't like go too hard on it. But uh, the upper back, yeah, is definitely fair game. And also one of my favorites. Again, get like having my upper back flogged is like a treat it really reminds me of there was one time my female dom was go-go dancing at there's this one club in la it's kind of like a goth kinky club there's no sex it's not sex oriented but it's just like a fun place for like kinksters and you know kind of more of that crowd to go be you know and, and have a space for them and then the upstairs they the they have an area where you can do some kinky stuff and like flogging and impact scenes and i think they have some restraints anyways so one time my female dom was go-go dancing at this club it's called bar sinister and my male dom and i went to the upstairs area and there was like some time in between so, because other doms will go up there and flog or, you know, hit people, whatever. And there was some time in between. So he's like, hey, do you want to do you want to do just a quick flogging scene? And I was like, sure, why not? So he there, there's like a silver bar with two cuffs. So he tied me tied my hands onto the cuff. I held onto the silver bar and he started flogging my back and it felt so nice. 
and everyone was watching it was like literally like 100 people it was like it was just a really like sweet endearing scene but i remember just like the because it was kind of cold up there almost which was it, they had like the ac blast or blasting anyways and i just remember or was it winter yeah i think it was winter so it was kind of cold up there and i just remember like my skin was kind of cold and then like the sensation of the flogger on my back it felt so nice so whenever daddy and lee was flogging our backs on that bed like it for me like it just it felt really good it was nice i loved it and i told her that i liked having my feet flogged or paddled so we did a little bit of a warm-up with that Hey DT fam, you know how important STD testing is and how often we discuss it on our show, which is why I'm super stoked to be working with stdcheck.com. So whether you are with a new partner or you just want to stay on top of your sexual health, maybe you have multiple partners or maybe you went to a sex party and forgot to use a condom, whatever it is, it is super important for you to be maintaining your sexual health and that obviously includes STD testing. So stdcheck.com is the leader in reliable and affordable lab-based std testing i've done this many times so i'm definitely a big fan of this basically you order your test online and then go right to one of their certified labs get your testing done no doctor visit is required and then you do get your results emailed to you in about two days what I love about stdcheck.com obviously is it offers confidential and convenient STD testing. This is how I typically do my testing, especially when I want to do a full, full panel. So with multiple online payment options, it's super easy to set up and also you just have that peace of mind. If you're looking for a super convenient way to go get tested, head on to stdcheck.com. Com. And right now, stdcheck.com is offering our listeners $10 off your order. So go to doubleteamedfam.com. Of course, we'll have that linked in the episode description. Click on STD check and use code DTF to get $10 off your next STI test. That's doubleteamedfam.com. Click on STD check and use code DTF to go get tested. And this is just a great way to support our show while you're taking care of your sexual health. So thank you guys. Go get tested. But then after the warm up, it was time for our main performance. In the main room. On Back that on that like hard oh. ottoman stage looking thing. Mm -hmm. So Nikki and I both get on all fours. A, she has us. Well, we first we go back to like the the back room to like prepare or just like have a quick moment. And then she gives us the toys that she wants us to carry out. Um, and then she takes our leashes and she walks us out and we're holding the toys. And then we we get on the ottoman and we crawl on all fours and we put the toys in front of us. And then it started. Yeah. And so, I mean, the scene wasn't too long. It was only like, I it think was like 15, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. She started a little bit with the flogger again, yep. just to kind of a bit more, I guess, over a warm up maybe. Yeah. Or just, just like, like to, start to get off. the show started. Yeah. Just to get the scene started. Because the cane is pretty intense. Yeah. So. She started off with a flogger and she was flogging both of us and then she moved on to the paddle and then came time for the cane. 
I'm not gonna lie every single time she came at me with a cane like I was just like I had to like mentally prepare and then like the moment I'd see her like walk to Nikki I'd be like thank god it's like early but see that's what I'm saying though right like the cane takes more like preparation almost like mental preparation I think I like the way that she would like hit me like tut 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 like on my butt and like a tap yeah like tap 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 and then she'd do a whack and I enjoyed that because I think she knew I couldn't just go right in for a whack like I but I for me it was more it wasn't as thuddy as it was stingy yeah, it's definitely more stingy than it is thuddy. And for me, I don't do well with too stingy. I told her that. I was like, with the cane, you're probably gonna have to go moderate because I can't really go that hard. So the reason why I said it's like a thuddy sting, because I've, in the past, people have used like a whip on me, which is like a, a more like a flexible string and it's usually very thin and that feels super stingy. Or if they use a, a flogger that has the braided edges or the the braided strings which i don't know if anyone's ever used those but they they're not my favorite see um, braided strings i don't think i've used that before they weren't too bad I what i don't was- like is floggers those floggers that were at that one sex party where it had like that shiny metallic overcoat that was hella stingy yeah but like, I, i've way used, too stingy i've used some before where it was like a really thin braided flogger string and it was very stingy but it's not thuddy because it's not hard it's a flexible material so it's very very stingy Mm. but because the the cane had it's well i think she used a bamboo cane you know it's usually like a it's rigid and it's not as flexible like it has more of like that thud kind of like Mm. foundation to it thuddy and thuddiness and then it's got the the stinginess but also if anyone you know wants to know what it was like for us to get or like flogged and caned alongside each other I didn't find it weird I didn't think anything yeah of it I definitely like for me it's not like I got into subspace yeah it was more performative than it was like subspacey yeah it it was a performance there was fun with it though yeah there was no way I could get into subspace during that it takes a it, it takes a different environment an environment for me to get into that so I didn't mind it at all because yeah a like we were just next to each other on all fours we've done that in cheerleading you know (laughs) doing a fucking pyramid this time we were just on our underwear or we were wearing just thongs and the collars and getting hit and getting hit and it was fine I think we did great what it Um, felt like actually was you know when like your sibling is in trouble and your parents are like scolding them and you're just kind of sitting there and you're like, oh, that, that's kind of what it felt like. I like, didn't whenever get that you were, at all. <laughs> whenever you were getting hit, it was just like I'm sitting there like waiting for my turn. No, I know. At one point, like Nikki, I think, was getting caned. And then I look over and like you had said something to me. The great thing was we had like our hair, you know, like kind of like as a shield almost. So I, you couldn't really like I couldn't see someone unless I like actually moved it out of the way or like turn my head. Yeah. So, so how how did the caning go for you? What was your what were your thoughts on it? What was your experience? So, my experience with the th- the cane, I appreciate that she didn't go too hard. It definitely did get very stingy at some points, and I honestly wish I could have like <sighs> taken a little bit more intensity. But I don't know. Like I was just nervous because like one thing I didn't want to do was like you know when you like. If you're on all fours and you're getting flogged or whipped or caned or whatever, 
and you get hit too hard and your like body immediately jerks up. I didn't want that to happen. I wanted to keep my cool and collection the whole time. Yeah. And our signal was a small butt wiggle if it was too much. Because it was kind of hard to hear in there. So yeah, like you can't. Be like red you yeah. know, or like yellow. Um, so, so we did like a, it was kind of like a. A small wiggle was medium. Or and, uh, like yellow. Or slow down. Anyways, so yeah, I, I would definitely try it again. That's what I was going to ask. Would you get caned again? Would you do it again? I would I would try it again. Yeah. And, and I think I would like to because I know we had like a limited time, you know, to do warm up. And then during the warm up, you know, other people came in and, you know, other people were getting flogged. So like it wasn't like a true, true warm up. Because I remember when we were walking to our performance, she was like, I wish I had a little time, a little more time to warm you up. And she was talking to me. But anyways, I would say I greatly enjoyed the mental what do you, what do I want to call call it the mental toughness mm-hmm. of it yeah like I said and, caning is more mental for me yeah. yes and then I definitely enjoyed I I did like at the end she took a paddle and started paddling my feet and that felt like a massage that's a treat oh that too. was nice yeah. that was a treat especially after being in heels it hurt you know so like having my feet bare and then just getting like a good paddle Mm-hmm. oh loved it I also I wish she had flogged my feet because uh, I love having my feet flogged I know I've talked about it before but like I did I like having my feet paddled I did try it I did after you had mentioned getting your feet flogged I tried it once and I thought it was phenomenal 10 and out so of then, 10 so then when she when she paddled my feet I was like oh, I wish you would flog them too yeah but and then afterwards, we had some time to just lay low. We went backstage. Um, I think I had a little bit more sushi. I was hungry. We were chilling with some of the other performers, just hanging out. At one point, I told, I turned to Daddy and Lee and I was like, hey, do you do, you have, do, you do shibari? She's like, yeah, of course. I brought my rope. So she took me to one of the chairs in, v, in one of the VIP sections and basically oh man okay and this was like one of my favorite I I would say probably like the favorite part in my night is she I sat down on the chair with my hands clasped together between my thighs and then she basically tied my my legs and my arms like in a cocoon and then basically tied this entire like intricate spider web that went through um that went through my ties in the cocoon and then like through the chair like all the way around it looked dope so I was basically like in a spider web of rope tied to this chair and when I say one of the things that I like and I was explaining to her one of the things that I really like about shibari is the pressure that I feel from the rope really calms my nervous system. So for me, like for example, for me, like my anxiety, whenever, you know, I'm feeling anxious or I'm having like a panic attack, the number one thing that will calm me down is direct like pressure on my chest, on my arms, like anywhere on my upper body. I love pressure. I absolutely loved it. Love the pressure. Love the fact that I couldn't freaking move. Thankfully, like bladder wear. I don't know her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you didn't have to pee because you were in I there know. for like an hour. I, w- I was in there for, yeah, about an hour, maybe a little bit longer. I can't remember. I did w- at one point take a nap. 
Yeah. So Kimi fell asleep in this in this bind. It w- it was hilarious because as she was tying me up, like I could sense my mind like wanting to go into subspace. But like there were like, you know, someone would walk up and say something and then I'd like come out of it like I couldn't go go in and stay long just because people there were just so many different interactions. And then at one point, yeah, I legit like fell asleep, lost track of time, took me a little nap and I and then I woke up and we chatted some more. I was so sad because we couldn't take a picture of the spider web. But like from my point of view, it looked amazing. No, everyone, everyone would stop by and take a look and be like, oh my God, it was amazing. She did really great work. She did. It, it looked really cool, like a spider web and everything. And, um, and the way that it was like really like tied onto like the whole chair, like it wrapped around the chair. Um, it took her a long time to get you in yeah, that Yeah, it took yeah. a while. I don't even know. Because when our performance ended around, I think like 1230 and then we... So it might have been over an hour because you didn't Actually, get, out, yeah, you didn't because get out of that until three. In the I was going to say, because I remember at one point someone was, I was like, what time is it? And someone said it was 2.13. And then the next time that, or by the time that we got out or that I got out of it, it was, I think. It was past 3 a.m. So yeah, it was. Yeah. I was trying to remember. And you definitely weren't in it like over an hour, I want to say. Um, but well, it was really cool I, and everyone loved it it was it was great to see yeah yeah because our performance ended around 12 30 and then we were probably in the break room for like maybe 10 minutes and then after that we went and sat in the chair mm-hmm. so she started like a little bit before one and then I didn't get out of it until close to three mm-hmm. yeah it was gorgeous I loved it I think it um, actually made me think about like the time I had been tied before that. And actually, I, I put these two together during the time when I was being tied up. So I like shibari as like decorative ties, intricate ties, like the spider web that I did. It doesn't turn me on, but it puts me into subspace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And it's more about like the connection between like my body the rigor and the rope Mm -hmm. and it's not very sexual I remember one of the last times that I had been at a sex party and this rigor slash dom like tied me up and it was more sexual like I liked it but I didn't like it nearly as much as I liked like this interaction I would agree it's the same for me the times that I've done shibari it was it was more well I take that back it's probably been half and half Half the time that we did shibari, like with my doms, it would be sexual. The other half, it was more just like to explore the rope and and do something fun and and do suspensions and stuff. And so, and in those instances, like I wasn't turned on, but I felt very like connected to like my ropes, the doms, or (laughs) the rope, my doms. And so like, I really like that experience. I don't normally associate shibari with arousal, if that makes sense. Yep. So it is, it is... If I am, I guess, kind of doing something sexual while I'm tied up in shibari, like it takes me a little bit longer to get there. It was funny because after the party, I had had a friend ask me, they were like, so do you get turned on by having other people watch you get hit? And I was like, no, no, not at all. I get turned on. Like, for example, if, like, if I'm getting flogged and then, you know, but it's, like, a one-on-one session. If I'm getting flogged and then, like, you touch my pussy with the flog, like, I actually really like that. But, like, if I'm, if it's in front of people, I more so like to be flogged, spanked, etc. 
I don't know how to explain this. For the factor, A, I like the pain. And I like to see people see how much I can take. I like that too. But I I, don't get aroused by it. That's why I like, that's why I really enjoy that experience, like performative impact play, because like, I don't know, for some reason, like uh, maybe it's my ego, maybe it's a sub in me, maybe it's a dom in me, whatever it is, I like to show others just how much I can take. Yep. I don't know if that's I don't know how to explain. Yeah, Yeah, I I feel like a weird thing to explain, but it's like... I would agree. Because like getting hit during, for a performance versus getting hit like during like a sexual subspace scene like two very, very different things. things i would agree with that because and, I, and actually i was reflecting on it too um because one of my partners had asked they were like so are you turned on while you're getting hit and i think it depends on the scenario yes i love being flogged and i like it for the pleasure like it brings me pleasure but it doesn't always arouse me it i think the arousal is going to depend on the person that i'm doing it with and the environment Mm -hmm. For example, I've been flogged at other sex parties before where I liked the pleasure of it. I liked the sensation of it, but I wasn't aroused. And then there have been times where like with my doms, for example, we did like a flogging session and I felt aroused. But I think that was in part because like they turned me on. So I think like in the instances where it was like my doms and I doing flogging, it was because like I am attracted to them and I, you know, had feelings to them and I liked them and like that's why I was aroused. So if I'm, at a, if I'm at a party, for example, and like just someone starts flogging me randomly, which like I said, I've done that plenty of times. And like it was it was never about arousal. It's always about just like the pleasure, which I think you can separate like pleasure and arousal. Mm-hmm. For example, like, you know, when you eat, you get pleasure. But like I'm not turned on by eating pizza. <laughs> sometimes you can be, but sometimes. Oh, that's you know, a great point. Yeah, exactly. And so and I think with a lot of with a lot of BDSM or a lot of kink for me, it's definitely something that I was kind of reflecting on afterwards and like differentiating for myself is like the things in kink and BDSM that like bring me pleasure and then the things that bring me like arousal. And it was kind of funny to me when I was thinking about it because I was like, what brings me arousal? Knife play. <laughs> What brings me arousal? Knife play brings me arousal. Um, getting hit across the face during sex brings me arousal. Yep. I was going to say, for me, I would say what brings me arousal is power exchange, getting hit across the face. and Definitely power exchanges because if I, especially with someone that I really like connect with. Yes. And someone that I really can submit to or like really do, uh, like dominate, like that brings me arousal. But... If it's like topping or bottoming in a way that's just like for like fun or for, you know, just kind of the experience, like if I'm flogging someone or they're flogging me, like that's not necessarily arousal to me and that's not a power exchange. Yeah. What else? Yeah. That was a nice thing to reflect on, I will say. Yeah. I was just kind of laughing when I was like, what does bring me pleasure? And I'm like, "Mm, I play. (laughs) That turns me on. But yeah, because one of my partners had asked, he was like, so do, does are you turned on when you're getting hit? And, and honestly, I probably couldn't have done it if I we had been like on the platform getting flogged and I had been turned on. It would have been way too weird for me. To do I that agree. I, I don't think I would have like enjoyed that. So like if it's something that's like performative or just for like kind of like the pleasure, like in relation to just like the, the feeling of it, like getting pleasure from the feeling of it, like that I don't mind. 
doing alongside you. Mm -hmm. So, like, if they asked us to come back and, like, do more, like, and this is something, like, I I would want to do more, like, performative, kinky things. Like, the go-go dancing and the fans, I don't mind it. It's just not my strong suit. It really isn't. I hope they liked us as performers in the sense of go-go dancing. But I do think, you know, our strong suit does lie in kink and BDSM. Kink, BDSM, impact. Yeah. Not... Like, I'll, I'll sit there and rope bunny, and you can... I can it. rope bunny any day. I mean, yeah. honestly, I rope bunnied for, you know, two hours and loved it. Yeah. And like I said, I, I Everybody can do, thought it was cool. I can do things for, like, the performative aspect of it, and just for, like, for fun and for, like, the pleasure of it. But, like, I yeah, I think if it's, like, arousal, it would... Like, if they were like, hey, would you do a knife scene? Not alongside you. No. No. I would no. not. That's, yeah, that's, That'd be like that's a your hard thing. No. That's too intimate. So I definitely think that's something that like, you know, if you are kinky and if you are, you know, into some aspects of BDSM, like think about it. Something you yeah, need reflect to reflect on. on. That. Yeah. What brings, what brings you pleasure you, and what, what brings you arousal? Because mm-hmm. I think, I think there is kind of a distinction there. So overall, I had fun. It was a good time. I uh, loved it. It was tiring. I would do it again, but I would definitely like emphasize like my strong suits would be in more of like the kinky BDSM type stuff, doing those kind of scenes, like those kind of performances for people rather than casually dancing on top of a table that has a crack that's really scary. Yeah. Agreed. Well, anyways, guys, um, our apartment is um, having all sorts of alarms and shit go off and I have a meeting in a few minutes. But thank you for tuning in. I hoped you liked our recollection of our performance for the sex party that we had this past weekend. Of course, I will be posting some of my more racier photos from, you know, like of the costumes on Patreon for the fantasy tier. That is the only place we'll be able to see it. And it's really not that many photos. Again, I wish I had taken more, but unfortunately I didn't get the chance to. But and I did love the hats. I like yeah, I the really hats did were love dope. the hats. They yeah. were like I felt so fun and sexy in them. I just once we got on that table, I'm like, I cannot fall. Yeah. It was terrifying. <laughs> I cannot um, fall. So, anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Don't forget wear condoms our live show our live October show 20th. is next week oh my god we're so excited it's a week away and everything's coming together so get your tickets we have a few left I think it'll be really fun for everyone I think it'll be just a really kind of um it's gonna be a fun night like fun exciting but I think snow, snow! But I think also intimate night, if that makes sense. Like, it's not a... We only have, what, like 100, 120 tickets. So it's not like a huge crowd. It's like a small wedding, you know? And so so I do think there there will be kind of like that intimate aspect. Like, this isn't like a stadium full of people. Yeah. Um, we're not there yet. Uh, but we will get there. Um, but, like, I, I think it'll be just like fun, intimate. And I've got some really fun stories to tell. We are recording it. And the episode will release a couple weeks after the live show so if you can't make it if you're not in los angeles you will have an opportunity to hear it but if you can be there in person highly recommend because i think that will be the plus the gift bags you're getting some cool shit oh yeah we've got lube in the gift bags from good clean love don't forget use code double 20 um, gift cards to balesa um else we yeah we've got we but we can't just tell them everything anyways the gift bags are gonna be dope we love you guys Again, wear condoms. 
see you next week.